good to be back. It's good to be back. You know what? We got to start off today because it's Tuesday with a Monday apology. Because I think the most important episode of any week is the Monday episode. Why? Because we all got to start our week. And that's the day where you're going, I need something to help me get through this. Another week is starting up, starting from scratch on Monday. That's when you need stuff. And I wasn't there for you guys this week. And you know what? I'll regret it till I die. I will regret that for the rest of my life. I was going to get a tattoo. I was going to get a neck tattoo that said no regrets. And now I can't because it's not true. And so uh, little Zan, little Zan will always beat me for tattoos. Neck, face. By the way, little Zan, wishing him the best. He He's going back to rehab. Who could have guessed that someone who's named after a pharmaceutical drug would ever have to go to rehab. It's unbelievable. And that's where you know the world isn't fair. So um, shout out to little... Z- <laughs> Yo, shout out to little Zan. And uh, I hope he's doing good, dude. I hope he's doing good. But my weekend was insane. It was an absolute whirlwind. Uh, it was my birthday this weekend. And just given that uh, you know Canada is basically a police state now, especially Alberta. We're literally in the worst spot that we've been in the entire pandemic. Insane, given that the U.S. is doing full, you know, arena shows. And Alberta, I just watched the thing. We're going to go even to a harsher lockdown tomorrow. So that's fun. And uh, I had no expectations. Now, it is a big birthday, man. I turned 30. I'm 30 as of today. I'm 30 as of today. And you know what? It doesn't really, I thought it was, I was really going, I, you know, you don't know. You're like, am I going to have a crisis? You hear a lot of people having crisis when they hit 30. Am I going to freak out? And, um, no, fortunately not. Now that that doesn't mean it might not happen. It might happen tonight when I actually think about it, but you know, you know what they say? Age is just a number. It's just a number. And so I do feel older though. Like my joint, it's funny because now my joints, when my joints hurt, I'm like, is this my, is this cause I'm old? You know, when your joints hurt, dude, I'm already going to start talking like this. You know, when your joints hurt in your twenties, <laughs> I did have a foot cramp over the weekend that made me, I was like, this is what this is. I think that this is, um, I think this is Jesus showing me you're old now, dude. You got a foot cramp. Oh, when you get a foot cramp. All you can think is, cut off my foot. Honestly, cut off my goddamn foot. Like, there's, ugh. And it happened, and I was like, this is coinciding with my birthday? Unbelievable. So, it was an an insane weekend. And my fiance Jen, absolutely killed it. Because I guess, you know, again, I don't have any expectations. And she's like, well, it's the 30th. It's got to be a big thing. She, She still made it work. Even in this COVID land that we're in, we went out to the mountains. And we stayed at a really nice hotel. And then everything was a surprise the whole time. Everything was a surprise. And what I realized was, I don't like surprises. (laughs) I don't. Even though I knew it was positive surprises. Because I think in life, you know, surprises are probably 50-50. Half of them really positive and fun. And the other half are like, God damn it. But even though I knew it was all going to be positive and fun, you know, surprises, I realized, man, I get anxiety just not knowing what's going to happen. I don't know if you're like me. Like, I I don't know if I'm a, like a control freak, but I need, I like to know what's going on. I just like to know. And I didn't get to know because that's not as fun. And so 
everything was a surprise, and uh, we went for a helicopter tour. I mean, dude, it was un, it was unreal. We we go into this helicopter, a lot smaller than I was expecting. So we got there, and uh, she reveals to me we're gonna go on a helicopter tour of the mountains. And immediately, I was picturing one of those uh, like giant ones where you could have like eight people on either side, because I guess my perception of helicopters. Is like I only pictured two different kinds. There's like the giant one that you see in war movies where everyone's sitting there. You know, there's like 10 guys on either side strapped in. They're going to jump out. I guess that's like Black Hawk Down. And then there's that other dorky one that's, you know, all spherical. That's in like Magnum P.I. That one person fits in. Those are the only two helicopters I picture. And we showed up and I, I tell you, when I saw where we were. My heart started racing. I haven't felt that level of anxiety in a long time. And I was like, man, this is going to be scary as shit. Because I've never been in a helicopter. Now, I've been in an airplane. And I asked them about that. Apparently, airplanes, much different. Both fly, but apparently, apparently, much different. So, we're at the helicopter. We're going to go for the tour. And, uh, you know, a couple of concerning things. First of all, by the way, the whole thing was amazing. And uh, the place that we went was awesome. The guy there uh, has actually been to one of my shows before. So he was. it was awesome to meet him. They made us bread. It was one of the most bizarre but cool experiences of my life. Like they, the guy made us, this guy that was gluten-free, couldn't even eat bread, made us bread. I, I, I don't even know how to explain that to people. It's a weird fact of the story, but you would never think you're like, I'm riding a helicopter today. And the first thing they ask when we get in there, I thought they would ask, like, do you guys have any heart conditions? Are you afraid of heights? Um, and then there would be like an hour long safety demo. It's we get in there and they're like, hey, how much bread can you guys? <laughs> how much bread can you guys eat? Because I think we made way too much. So it was unbelievable. And the pilot comes in and uh, nice guy. And this guy starts talking to us, spilling coffee on himself. I'm concerned. Starts spilling coffee on himself and not noticing. And right away, I'm like, well, that's a red flag. This guy's about to operate a helicopter that we're going to go into. And he's like, you know, because he's talking to us. What do you do for work? What do you do? And he's and the whole time, he's like sipping and shit. And he's a hand talker. And the coffee's going on his shirt. And I'm just like, oh, that's good. My anxiety just quadrupled. This guy is going to operate a life and death. I call it life death machine helicopter. And he's just spilling spilling coffee on his stomach without even noticing. So, and then I thought that we were going to do like a safety demonstration or some type of meeting where they're like, all right, here's, here's what you do in case of this. Here's what you do in case of this. If we have to crash land, here's what you do. Here's where we go. Hilarious. Nope. It's like two minutes before we go on. They're like, all right, just put the helmet on. Um, Don't go off the path because the blades are there. You might get cut in half. Um, One of the blades spins so fast you can't even see it. So you just, you know, you lose an arm. You won't even know. Um, Yeah, other than that, have fun, guys. Get up there. (laughs) That's literally it. And they're so comfortable because they've done it so many times in so many years. You know, they look at. Honestly, the guy that our pilot was like 42 years in a flying helicopter. So he just looks at flying a helicopter like driving his car. That's how casual he is about it. But for a person, you know, for the rest of us who haven't been in that, all you can think about is all the crashes you've heard about. 
That's all you can think. And by the way, when we when we got there, there was a huge storm. We didn't even think we were going to go up. Like, we were on the way there, and they tried to call us, and the reception dropped out. And we're like, they're calling because we're not going. You can't see anything. And we show up. It was disappointing, but I was like, I understand they would have to make this call for safety because it's a whiteout blizzard right now. And we get in. And we're like, hey, so so, what's the deal? Like, should we just turn back? Are we? Oh, they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll go. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll just give it like twenty minutes. Let this thing blow by. <laughs> like, oh my god, they don't care. I mean, they care. They're so good. That's what I mean. And so, uh, but they're right. The storm blew by. We got to go up and fly around these mountains. Now, here's what what was interesting was I was really nervous beforehand. Before getting on this helicopter, I was shitting my pants. Like I was, I had. I was nervous. I was scared. And then when we got on it, and Jen wasn't that nervous. She was pretty calm before we got on. And then when we got on, it completely flipped. Jen was freaking. And I was up there. I was completely zen. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was because you look down beneath and you see the trees and you're like, I'm, I, to me, I was like, I guess if we crash in those, we just crash. Like, that's it. It's just over. Because Jen afterwards, she's like, well, shouldn't we have done a class on like what happens if we crash? And I'm like, I don't think anything. I think we're just done, you know? And so we flew around and this guy, he goes so close to the ridges. And half the time, he's not even, his hand wasn't even on the joystick. Like he's flying this thing with the joystick and he's dry. Like he's flying this helicopter the same way I drive my, like my Honda around. Yeah, he'll put his hand on the joystick when we got a turn when we need to go up, but that's it. At one point, he wasn't even looking forward. He's looking at us. We're talking to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about, uh, you know, some of these politicians out here. This policy, that's bullshit. And I'm looking, I'm like, he's not even, we have a ridge, we have a mountain ridge coming at us. <laughs> and he's not even, cons- he's like barely, and then at the last second, he's like, oh, yeah, we should probably go over that. Pulls up, we go over. Unbelievable. It's amazing to me that someone could be so casual about flying, you know, and I get it. You've done it for 42 years. He's used to it. But, you know, at least if a car shuts down, it's still, you just, you just, you're stuck, but you're okay. If the helicopter shuts down, side of a mountain, side of a mountain, it doesn't just stop in midair until, you know, AMA shows up and fixes your copter. You're done. So that's all I could think of the whole time, but in a, in a cool way. And you fly around, and we got we landed on top of a mountain. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And he's like, well, where do you want to land? I was like, let's do a mountain. How many times are you in a helicopter? Let's land on a mountain. Let's try it. So you land on this mountain, and uh, I did have the thought, though, which was so funny, which was so funny because the the pilot, nice guy, nice guy, not the healthiest looking, not the healthiest looking. And I realized at one point we're climbing up this mountain and I looked down and the helicopter was there. It was me, my fiance and the pilot. And he was a little bit hopping and puffing. He was a little hopping and puffing on the way up this, you know, this trail. And, uh, I was like, Oh man, I was like, if something happens to this guy right now, we're screwed. It really hit me. I'm like, we're dude, we're on like a mountain. We're screwed. I, I played a whole movie in my head of him having a heart attack, us having to try and scramble down a mountain and then try to figure out with no, by the way, no reception. If there was reception, I wouldn't be that afraid. Use my phone, Google Maps it through the woods. 
whatever. Make a hike out of it. Make our survival story a bit of a hike, scenic tour. But no, no, no. There's no reception. So I'm like, dude, if this guy, I mean, I wondered, I was like, would I try to fly the helicopter? Seems like a great idea. It's probably pretty easy, right? It's just a helicopter. Oh my God. I was like, if this guy dies right now, anything happens, we're screwed. We're on, we're in the middle of nowhere. So that's all I could think the whole time. Then at one point, they kind of pack this backpack for you. You know, it's like an extra little thing they do, which is nice. And uh, we get, we open it up. It's got a hot chocolate. Awesome. Bailey's. Great. And Jen's pouring the Bailey's. We got three cups, right? Three cups. Me, Jen, the pilot. And because she's polite, she's like, hey, do you want um, do you want Bailey's to the pilot? Dude, I've never been norm- more nervous in my life. Because I was like, if this guy, dude, if this guy accepts Bailey's, I'm out. I'm out. I'm already nervous about this guy flying. The- yeah, that's what I want. I want him to be a little loose. I want him to be buzzed. Let's get him blackout drunk and then try and fly off a mountain. And fortunately, he just starts laughing. He's like, really? You want your pilot to be drunk? And she's like, I'm just being polite. He's like, no. And I was like, thank God. But dude, to be honest, I didn't know. Like we had three cups, three cups, three hot chocolates. And uh, so the whole, but overall the experience, it was unbelievable. It's one of those things. I don't know. I highly recommend it. I know a lot of people would be maybe too freaked out to do it, but uh, it's really cool. And you see, you can see the, the agility of a helicopter. I mean, this guy could just turn here, turn there, hover, stop wherever he wants to go. So free. It made me want to fly a helicopter. I don't think I'll be allowed, but you do. It is pretty cool to me. That's that's probably the closest is a human you could get to having the freedom of a bird, which would be cool, right? Because airplanes, again, even airplanes, I guess you can soar around, go where you want, but you can't just hover. You can't just stop where you want. The helicopter, it seemed like this guy could just land wherever he wanted to. Now, I'll tell you what was terrifying, though, was you get to the, we're on this mountain ridge, and there's these shelves of snow hanging off the edge of the mountain ridge. And um, I was like, I'm assuming we're not supposed to step on those. And he's like, yeah, you're correct. You're correct. Because those are ready to give way at any moment. If you step on those, you're down 3,000 feet. That's a long toboggan ride. 3,000 feet all the way down to the bottom. And uh, I was like, man, how are you allowed to take people up here? There's got to be someone who's going to be a drunk idiot and hop on that. Right? Somebody's going to do it. I I was amazed. Because you're right there. You're looking at that snow. And all I could think, I'm like, that's death. Right there. That's death. If someone even missteps on that, that's death. It's, it's so freaky to me. Like, it could be that easy. So I stayed the hell away from that. I don't even like getting close to cliffs for pictures, anything like that. And just seeing there's a, sh- a shelf of snow that has your name written on it. Oh, my God. So that was a bit terrifying too. I was very, I was happy when we got back down to land and I'm like, we made it, we made it. We're not going to be in the news tomorrow. We're going to be okay. And by the way, those helicopters are a lot too. So I asked, right? I guessed because they told us the one that we took was, I don't know, some super fancy helicopter. They're like, this is the Ferrari of helicopters. I'm like, all right, that's what I'd like to hear. That is what I like to hear. They said, it's one of the safest ones. I said, music to my ears because that's what you want. When you're in a helicopter ride, you want the, you don't want like the, you know, the Ford Escape of helicopters. No offense to the Ford Escapes, 
but that's not what you want for a helicopter equivalent. So they told me it's the Ferrari equivalent of a helicopter. I'm like, all right, how much is that? My guess, I was thinking maybe a mil, a mil and a half. It's 3.5 million US for a new helicopter. Jesus. But you do get to rip and it is red. So maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth it. Now, would I do it again? Absolutely. I don't think Jim would do it again, but I would absolutely do it again. Um, I'd like to go on a longer trip. It kind of flies by, no pun intended. But uh, yeah, so anyway, that was a big part of the birthday. It was awesome. Then we went back to the hotel and, uh, you know, it's nice. It's nice to stay in a nice hotel. That's really cool to me because all these years of doing comedy, I mean, I've stayed in everything. I've stayed in portables. I've stayed in any type of express you know, I've stayed in ones a Holiday Inn that was spelt differently because it wasn't part of the actual chain. It was just copyright fraud or branding fraud, whatever. I've, I've stayed in hotels where I literally thought it might be safer to stay in my car in minus 40 and risk um, just hypothermia versus being on that bed that's for sure covered in ticks and bed bugs. So when you stay in an actual nice hotel, it's such a nice, it's so refreshing to have people who actually give a shit. But it is a little bit, sometimes it's almost too much. It's almost too refreshing. Like everyone is so friendly. Everyone that you, you know, you go around a corner, any employee is like, good morning, sir. Good afternoon, sir. Are you excited for dinner, Mr. Ness? I go, how do you know my name? They go, that's for me to know. (laughs) It felt a little, it's almost a little bit like the shining, a little bit creepy, right? But what I do like is they have extra stuff too. We were able to get, uh, and I don't know how they let you do this, but get paint, painting canvas delivered up to our room to do some paintings. I don't even know how they would allow that shit. Like the odds that we didn't get that paint everywhere, all over that room, because this was after a full day of drinking too for birthday stuff, is an absolute miracle. And uh, it, but overall, man, it was an absolutely incredible weekend. I'm still recovering. I still feel a little bit brain dead. It was like a three-day bender. I'm trying to recover. The end of it was golfing on Sunday with my buddies. And um, I haven't golfed in so long either that golf is one of those sports. You have to have a certain level of proficiency for it to be fun. You really do. Because otherwise, and I was horrendous. Golf is almost like the stand-up comedy of sports. Because you have to do it all the time to to be good and then have fun. And you... You get rust so quickly, which is very much like stand-up. Uh, and I let me just say, I had some rust. There might have been some houses might have been hit. And the course that we golfed to, was, it's like right beside the highway. I'm like, how is, this a, how is this legal? I swear to God, we put three of them on the highway. There might be someone. If you were driving on Deerfoot yesterday, southbound, and you got a, you got a golf ball through your sunroof, sorry. Sorry. Daddy got a little wild off the tee. <laughs> I apologize. So anyway, I'm just out here. I'm detoxing today. Thank God. The festivities are over uh, for now. I'm old as shit. I'm 30 years old. I got to go ice my joints and uh, try to figure out what old dudes do now. Might pick up knitting. Might start doing speed walking instead of running. I don't know. The world's my oyster with being old, uh, but I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to lean the fuck into it. So uh we're back i'll see you guys hope you guys have an amazing tuesday and of course i'll be back on wednesday talk to you guys tomorrow see you then